Hey there, hey there. I told y'all I'll be back. I did not play. This is literally like two minutes after this, the last one. <laughs> but um, now we are talking about we must have self-control. Come on, let's talk about all the fruits of the Spirit if we're going to talk about any. All right. Um, Let's go into prayer. Let's get into it. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come humbly before your throne, God. Just asking for grace, God. Just asking for more mercy, God. Just asking for you to just see me fit, God, for the kingdom, God. God, just help us to learn more and to get in-depth into your word god show us how to be more doers of the word than just hearers in yahshua's name i pray amen all right galatians 5 through 23 says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and um self-control against such things there is no law we talk about the mosaic law all right, let's see what self-control means and how to obtain it. Self-control is the ability to um, regulate one's emotions, thoughts, and behaviors in the face of te- in the uh, in the face of temptation and impulses. Temptations are such are some things. I'm sorry. Temptations are some things tempting, something tempting or enticing, like seeing or wanting a piece of cake when you're on a diet, seeing a sexy man and you know he don't belong to you and wanting him anyway. <laughs> uh, or seeing a sexy woman. Either way, just to um sum it up wanting something that you are not supposed to have okay what are impulses excuse me impulses impulses are sudden strong urges drives or desires to act on what ever is not of god Sometimes um some strong impulses are anger, malice, fear, hatred, sexual um, immortality, greed, just to name a few. Smoking, drinking, you know, of of that sort. Sometimes it might be hard to control, but that's why we must spend time with God in prayer, reading, listening to his word, right? Through these things, we are taught by God to control ourselves and how to and how to and how not to act kind Kind of like when your mother used to take you to the corner store or take you to the store. And what she'll tell you, don't touch nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't go, don't leave my side. Right? These are the kind of things that God does. Right? And don't embarrass me in this place. Okay, look. 
God, God, God is the same way. Let me tell you something. Hey, before you go out here in this world, you need to take on a few of these attributes, love, kindness, because I don't want you embarrassing me. You can't say you're for me. You can't say you love me. You can't say none of that. If you're not showing these things. Sometimes with God, he shows you the do's and don'ts before you even step out the door. Like in the morning, that's why it is important to read and pray before you leave out your house. So you won't be so easily set off easily to pop off we must we must definitely have to get into our word and so when a person is or when the devil is trying you because we know we fight not against flesh and blood but against principalities against rulers of darkness and against um rulers in high places so we we have we have to um we have to read our Bible so it'll help us. Okay, baby, look, I um I, I don't read my Bible. I don't I don't did my daily devotional. I don't did my prayer for this morning. Guess what? You can't have a devil, and you can be able to go on about your business. But if you're not in your word, then guess what? You easily angered. Look at this. Proverbs 16 and 32 says, Whosoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty. Mm. And he who rules his spirit, then he who, then he who can take a whole city. Guess what? If you are slow to anger, then guess what? You're able to control yourself. Stop being so quick to get all angry and upset and all out of pocket and out of character and learn how to control yourself. Learn how to control the words that come out of your mouth. Just um, the word just told you that um, the one who is slow to anger is ruler over his spirit. And he knows how to control himself. And he's mightier than the one who who can take a whole city. Proverbs, um, Proverbs twenty five and Proverbs, I'm sorry, Proverbs twenty five and twenty eight says, "A man without self control is like a city broken down, and without um." broken down into into and left without no walls it has you have no a man without no self control isn't good for nothing he's not good for anything what's what is a what's uh what's a whole town good for if it ain't if it done been ransacked broke down and and ain't got no walls to stand or to hold any like anything in like what what good is it it ain't it ain't no good sure ain't i asked god what he meant and he said good for nothing it has um it has been ruined thrown down 
excuse me, overtaken. And that's what anger does. Anger throws you down and overtakes you. Shows you ain't got no self-control. First Corinthians 9 and 27 says, but the but I disciple. But I disciple my body and keep it under self under control. Less after preaching to others, I myself shall be uh, disqualified. Now, see, God is talking to me and to the other preachers. Now, he just just because we preach and teach the others does not mean we can go out and, and lose our temper and lose um our self-control and then think we're going to make it in. God don't work like that, baby. God says in his word that the word is like a two-edged sword it goes out and cuts on one way and come back and cut the other way that means baby it'll go out and it'll cut the lay members the people who's sitting in the audience it'll cut you baby and come back and cut the preacher man too god ain't no respect the person we can't be out here preaching the word and then still be disqualified we that can happen how can that happen? By not applying the word of God. We have to apply the word of God. I'm paraphrasing this. In the Bible, it says, we must not only be hearers of the word, but doers. We have to not only be hearers of the word, but doers of the word also. So let's go on, okay? First Peter 4 and 7 says, the end of all is at hand. Therefore, be sober minded and watch and watch unto prayer. You know how you feel when you get intoxicated. Right. Your vision is blurry or impaired. Your mind is impaired and you can't th- you can't think straight. Well, that is what. I'm sorry. And you can't think straight and you do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. Whew, I got lost. I'm kind of hungry. I ain't gonna, I'm sorry. That ain't got that's neither here nor there. God's word will will get out. Okay. Um first um that's what first Peter and four was just trying to tell us. To always be sober minded, to always um have our mind on Christ. Right? To always be watchful and to watch our surroundings. You cannot watch your your surroundings if if you're if you're not sober minded. If you're not sober, watchful, paying attention. Okay, let's go on. Um. First Peter five and eight says, "Be sober-minded, watchful." Um, for your, I'm sorry, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeing someone to devour. 
So we cannot sleep on the devil thinking thinking all is well. Having a good time. Not not paying attention because guess what? The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Um, John 10 and 10 says, The thief cometh not, but to kill, steal, and to destroy. But I come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Baby, what he come to kill and steal? Your purpose. What he come to destroy? Your purpose. I, I think I just jumped ahead. But yes, that's what he come to steal and kill. So if there is... So if there... So if... So this is... Sorry. So this is why we must have self-control. Because we are not able to... If we are not able to control ourselves, the devil will kill and steal our purpose. What is our purpose on this earth? It is to worship. It is to worship God. And to do the works of our Father which is in heaven. That is... To glorify him. And that is our reasonable service. Right? That's our reasonable. That's what is reasonable for us to do. Romans 12 and 1 and 2. And this is from the ESV version. I wanted to do this version because it has a different version. And I just, I, I wanted you to hear this version. And it kind of goes with what we're, how we're talking, how we're talking today. Okay. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. I impel you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. To present your bodies living sacrifices, holy, acceptable, which is your spiritual worship. Do to um do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and what's acceptable and what's perfect will of God. Okay, it's your worship, which is your word, your spiritual worship. You heard that? That's why I picked that one because it's different from the other ones. Now, therefore, now for this, this one, I did, I didn't want to write it again. I didn't, cause I didn't want to write it again because I just felt like I just kept writing it over and over again. But, um, I asked God, I'm like, why do you keep having me write this scripture over and over again? And he said, because I said so, first of all, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can get beside ourselves thinking that we know more than God and we don't. Okay? And we don't. Okay? Um, right? And, and, um, and they need to know this is not a suggestion but this is a commandment this is a command it's not i don't suggest that you make you make your body a living sacrifice wholly acceptable which is your reasonable sacrifice but no this is your command that you make your body wholly acceptable which is your reasonable sacrifice because it's reasonable 
them to understand that most of the things I say twice um in the Bible two or three times, I say it so you can understand I mean what I say. Or I can reiterate. <coughs> Maybe I you can say, sometimes in the Bible it'll say that God contradicts himself, but he doesn't contradict himself. He tells you in a different way. So sometimes the way it's said in one passage, uh, one person may not understand. So he'll, he'll give you another passage. So, so it'll, it'll reiterate what he's saying, but it'll break it down so a toddler can understand it. Cause some of us are very carnal minded. So we are, it, it's like we're feet, we're being fed as a toddler milk. You know what I'm saying? When some of us should be eating meat. Now let's go on. Um, Titus 2, 11 and 14 through 14 says, For the grace of God that begin, beginning, the, I'm sorry, yeah, that begins salvation have appeared to all men teaching us that um denying ungodliness and worldly lust we shall live soberly righteously and godly this pres- this um present presents God, um the world looking for the that looking for that blessing hope blessed hope and glorious appearance appearing of the great God our say our Savior Jesus Christ who gives himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquities and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous and good work of good works Titus 1 and 8 says, but a lover of hospitality, Lord, hospitality, oh Lord, hospitality, a lover of good man, sober and holy tempered. Baby, God is looking for a different kind of person, a different kind of people, because there is coming a time where people will no longer be lovers of God. They will no longer be lovers of good. But guess what? They're going to always want to do what they want to do. That's why we that's why you will need to have self-control. That's why you will have to have all of these things that um, causes you to have self-control and all of the fruits of the spirit go together because God put self-control, they all go together, but self-control, but God put self-control last last the last, very last one because after practicing love joy peace kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness you can you can't help but to have self control 
Because for you to have any of these things, you must have self-control. Does that make any sense? Does that make sense to you? For you to show love to somebody, you must have self-control. For you to show joy to somebody, you must, or or for you to have joy, you must have self-control. For you to have peace, you must have self-control. For you to be patient, for you to be kind, for you to have goodness, for you to be uh, um, faithful and gentle. All of these things consist, right? They consist of self-control. If you live and breathe this thing, you will show yourself worthy and faithful of heaven. And you will show the world how to live in Christ, which is your reasonable worship. And that is your purpose on this earth. Y'all, that's all I got for you today. I'm glad that y'all came you sat with god you listened you got the word and now you can go on about your day and let go and let god love y'all bye